You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dance. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a five-star review. Take the Antidote. You know we back, right? Clear the streets out. Jerome Fandle. So hard to ghost, yet I'm ready to die. Not B.I.G., not limited to the sky. If the doves cry, then label me as a prince. With a bad bitch that's covered in cheetah print. Oh shit. Wanted for the most swag, I'm the culprit. Draped in unknown shit, you ain't on this. Shoe game just like the Home Alone flicks. These ain't off-white, these Macaulay Culkins. Ooh, I'm the token. Black guy, that's right, tell the whole world. Kiss my backside, watch your girl. Spread like Wi-Fi, easy as pie. Who let the fat guy loose? Back to black roots. Back to stack rats and pack them black coops. Attack, we contract you back in black suits. I am what I am, I'm Zeus and Jesus. What it do? I ride with the livest men. Gave once from five to ten, from the three like Iverson. So that means I only ride with kin, like I hit you with a high duke in. Fuck her how you been or where you been at. Go ask your girl where her chin at. Go ask the world what I win at. Same place that we pray to God where we sin at. Looking for the holy water, asking where the chin at. Whoa, let's slow down. King off the other table, let's go around. Never try to tell me what's my sound. And Clout Cobain made me really hate clowns. So profound when it comes to the art. I was too bound to the ways of the dark. Let them all drown with a ticket for the art. Trying to ride this way, be a victim to a shark. Real. DJ Craftmatic and this is Polly Dubs or that's Polly Dubs. What's happening? That's my brother right there. Yeah, what's uh, up, guys? Welcome back to the antidote. Yeah, welcome back. We back again. This is this is a lot of episodes we've been putting up, man. We don't stop. <laughs> we don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of bullshit. Can't stop. Won't stop. Take that. Take that. Uh, <laughs> too much bullshit out there. We got to try to keep up. We can't even keep up with the bullshit as much as real, we know. <laughs> That's real shit though. We we've been, uh, we've been firing off these episodes and we still got more to go. So y'all stay tuned. Um, and matter of fact, we got, we got to talk about this topic. This is a pretty hot one, at least, um, in our book is definitely, um, uh, something that we've been seeing in the works for the last couple of years, but it finally, finally went through late last week. Uh, we are talking about the merger between Disney and Fox. Very big implications when it comes to, I know for the cinematic movie fans, uh, this is huge for them. They feel like this is a huge win because now everything is pretty much back under the Marvel umbrella, which is currently owned by Disney. And, um, <clears throat> you know, Walt Disney's brand and label owns all of that. So now they basically get all of the MCU, the, the Marvel comic universe, they get all of it back. Uh, so that's very, very big. And uh, definitely when it comes to like these movies, X-Men and such, uh, that's going to definitely be something huge. But it also means that Disney owns the Fox networks um, as well. So we're talking Fox News and things like that. How do you, Polly, how do you see this yeah. kind of shaking up shit for, for the, um, when we look at media? Because now it seems like 
everything is kind of under three umbrellas pretty much. And that, that really means that all of your news and everything else is going to be filtered through the same people. Yeah. So uh, just to clarify, Disney does not own Fox News. So Fox yeah, yeah, News, my bad. Fox, <laughs> News, Fox Sports, Fox Business and Fox like, you know, Fox Network, Network TV that plays football on Sundays with uh, Joe Buck, that Fox channel, that all stays with Fox. That's all Fox is keeping. That's basically just a small piece of the pie. Rupert Murdoch sold out the rest to Disney. Disney did get from the deal at like FX channel, um, obviously 21st Century Fox movie studios. They end up being the majority owners of Hulu. They're about to come out with their own streaming service later this year, Disney Plus. It's a $71 billion deal they bought Fox for. Yeah, man, that's huge. $71 billion. Yeah, so think think about that number, man. $71 billion, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) And they're about to make all that shit back easy anyway when it comes to these movies and all the rights and everything that they own for Marvel. Um, Just alone. That yeah, name, look at the just, X-Men. Just that small, yeah, look at the X-Men, look at the Avengers, everything, just those little small pieces of, of or what we think is small, make so much fucking money because they can actually go out there and market the shit out of it, you know, and they get all that money back. Yeah, so they're about to come out with their own streaming service, so they need their own content to put on the streaming service because, you know, um, they, if you don't have to license anything, the better it's going to be for them. And off off the top, ESPN, they own that. And they just made a big deal with the UFC as well. Right. To air all pay-per-views just on ESPN's plus streaming service. Right. And then you got to think of all the movies that are out there that are under the Marvel umbrella. They can pretty much yank that off of everything, Netflix and everything like that. And they're Mm going to just strictly put it on Hulu. I mean, they could could definitely do that. They can definitely do that. Or they're on Disney Plus service that's going to come out. Yeah, plus the Disney Plus service, which would still kind of go under that umbrella. I mean, if they wanted to do it that way, they could, uh, just because that is a Disney product. Disney Marvel is all the same, pretty much, in a sense, at this point. They got Star Wars. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot about Star Wars. They got Pixar. Yeah. I mean, these are all, you know, billion-dollar industries in their own. Yeah. And now they're adding 21st Century and the Fox into the mix. They own everything now from Mickey Mouse to Bart Simpson. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, they, they really covered the span in this one. And this is just huge because this is this is almost starting to become a monopoly when it comes to the movie industry, things like that. There's always the the other, you know, movie makers, Millennium Films and all these other ones that are out there. Um you know, Lionsgate and such and such. There's so many of them out there, but none of them are on the level of when you're talking Marvel, Disney, Fox Studios. When you're talking about those, those are huge, just huge. They have huge followers, uh, you know, a bunch of shows that come along with that that uh, are now under that Fox and Brothers, Bob's Burgers, you know, just like you said, from Mickey Mouse to Bart Simpson, that covers everything. Um, And they get all the rights and they get all the money for all that. So, dang, they really are monopolizing the game when it comes to the movies and and, uh, TV production and and such um, in that field. So, man, where, where, 
nobody can really compete when it comes to that. So Disney has definitely leveled up and they're going to be fighting the markets and, and pretty much monopolizing the markets. Everybody else is going to be fighting to try to get some kind of money out of it. Yeah. And I mean, it, the, these other companies are still pretty big, so it consolidates everything even down further. Like you were saying, there's just, you know, a couple of companies that control almost everything. So it's saying um, by as of 2017, 90% of all media is controlled by was controlled by five companies by 2017. At this point, Fox becomes a non-player in that conversation because all they'll have is Fox News and, and Fox TV, and nobody's going to give a shit about either of those compared to, no. compared to these other so. conglomerates. So Comcast <laughs> is the largest company, and obviously everyone knows what Comcast is. They're the worst, shittiest service provider in the world for any. <laughs> and, Except for that internet, bro. Except for that internet. You can't hate on that Comcast internet, because I know when I had CenturyLink, that shit was shit. Oh, yeah. The, the worst internet, that CenturyLink is probably up there. <laughs> bro, but the Comcast internet is the same internet they had 15 years ago. I know they could have come out with some better shit by now. Like, you know, they hold it back. That well, that means everybody up. Everybody else is coming up with even worse shit then. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, but on top of that, so think about that. So, you know, either you're getting cable TV, which you have to go through Comcast because I think them inspect pretty much the two players in, in the game in the nation. And on top of that, they control a bunch of the channels and studios, uh, the content you have to get through them. And if you don't have cable, you're streaming shit off of the internet and you're getting your internet from Comcast. So you're <laughs> the gatekeeper to you getting the technology onto your TV in the first place. Then on top of it, they own NBC, NBC Universal, uh, USA Network, Bravo, CS, CNBC, MSNBC, the Sci-Fi Channel, Golf Channel, E! Entertainment, they own the Philadelphia Flyers. They own DreamWorks Animation Studios, Universal Pictures. So they're the biggest player in the game. Cause, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, if all you watch is Netflix, you still get the internet from Comcast to be able to watch the Netflix. <laughs> Y'all need to, I need CenturyLink or somebody else to step the fuck up. Um, and, yeah. And then the other big company, so that's Disney's probably biggest competitor is going to be Comcast. Absolutely. And obviously Disney can't, uh, you know, start providing their own internet service to everybody. So what they're going to do is come out with their own streaming service to go after Netflix and just buy up all the content so that they don't have any licensing costs and straight profit off of all the streaming subscriptions that they sell. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. When you think about movies in general and content, um, Disney steadily creates um, massive movies that appeal to many generations and, and many viewers and things like that. Most and of their movies are in, the, in merchandise. Exactly. They're, most of their movies are in the billion dollars, you know, past of how much they've made um, when it comes down to shit. I still got, I remember uh, coming up and we, and I still got them. Uh, all the VHS is from, from fucking when I was a kid, you know, all the VHS and things like that. Yeah, Lion King, all of it, you know, all all of the above. And since now Disney owns that, that's what they're doing anyway. Is now they're just re pushing it back out, and that's probably what's going to happen with this. They already have some type of light streaming service um, that's not as in depth, but they have like a lot of the movies. 
uh, especially the older ones from like the nineties and shit like that. Um, they got a lot of those on there, but it's not to the, to the extent of what they're trying to do. And that is to be a direct competitor with Netflix. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hearing by November, December of this year, that service should be in place and makes sense why they're investing in all of Fox's content on top of it. Exactly. You know, another big company out there that's the, going to be the other big competitor in town is AT&T, who has been kind of rapidly getting into this game. So AT&T, they also uh, provide, they own DirecTV and UVerse uh, on top of their own internet provider service or, you know, telephone service in the U.S. as well. Right, mobile carrier. Yeah, and they just bought Time Warner just in the past couple of months. And that deal kind of went under the table a little bit because they now own Warner Media, which owns CNN, uh, HBO, Cinemax, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, NBA TV, TBS, TNT, Turner Classic Movies, and yep. you know DC Comics, Warner Brothers Interactive, the other end of the spectrum there. They own AT&T, uh, the cell phone company as well as cricket wireless as well so they're another big player in town oh shit i didn't know they had cricket in there too yeah so obviously not to the level of comcast or walt disney but they're at that next level above fox and probably competing with viacom who was you know the first big conglomerate but now they've been surpassed by everybody else lately Right, right. I remember when we were talking about it, I thought Viacom was still the biggest. And yeah, they've been passed up pretty quick. Um, <laughs> Viacom used to be the biggest. They used to own all that stuff, you know, your MTV and all that shit. But damn, you got, damn, they even got the hood services. You know, they really making some money when you pick up a cricket because cricket is, is all over the place. And that's the hood service. Hey, and you need a credit check to pass AT&T. But if you don't, then you can get this cricket phone. <laughs> You get the same service but just on that cricket phone, bro. <laughs> That's definitely the hood providers. I remember when cricket first hit Colorado and everybody was on it because uh, it was so damn cheap. You could get like all the internet, everything like that for $50 a month. Except for them phones were janky as hell. And everybody just thought it was like, oh, it's an Android phone. I'm like, I don't give a damn. You got like the, the C plus version of, of the Android. So, <laughs> and I remember all them people getting popped and shit on AT&T. Um, and so that just trickled down to cricket too. That, that's crazy. Man. <laughs> um, damn. That's, they really do own a lot. And, and Warner, obviously, um, we're talking about Warner Brothers, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. We're talking, you know, the, ugh, fuck, the Warner Brothers. We're talking Looney Tunes type shit. Yeah. Like, this is, these guys are pretty big, man. Um, you know, Bugs Bunny and all that shit. That all is owned now by AT&T. Um, wow. Yeah, they they really came into the game and, and they're trying to monopolize it too. But I know that they are also trying to make even bigger moves in the um, in the mobile market as well. And if they start even monopolizing that, I mean, um, we already hear about the T-Mobile trying to take over, you know, Sprint, mm -hmm. doing that as far as a merger. I know AT&T was looking at a bid for um, T-Mobile as well, but I think because they are in the same kind of service as far as uh, using, um, you have to use the, the little chip or whatever, uh, slipping off the top of my head, but uh, Sprint is a CD. A SIM card? Yeah, SIM card. There you go. Um, Sprint is a CDMA uh, using still using CDMA, which is like really old ass technology. Um, and then AT&T, T-Mobile use basically the same towers. So it's AT&T could definitely be on top very soon, especially with something yeah. like Warner um, under its umbrella. 
Yeah, definitely. And another uh, big competitor that we're not even bringing up uh, on the other end of everything is Netflix. Like they have the most subscribers, I believe, for any service in the world. They have over 130 million subscribers worldwide. Yeah. I think I saw somewhere around like 146 or something like that. 146 million every month paying 14 bucks a month. (laughs) Right. I think they're worth $165 billion is where I seen their estimation of, of the business of Netflix. So think about this, ladies and gentlemen, Netflix is combined more than Viacom, AT&T and Comcast. Wow. So the, the net worth that we're talking about is just ridiculous ridiculous and actually let me take that back because comcast is actually worth about 80 billion dollars um if you add but even if you still add at&t and comcast together it's Mm -hmm. right about the same so it doesn't even matter um that that just shows you how big the streaming game is and why everybody wants to get into it. And especially with now Hulu being a part of, um, you know, that umbrella Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to Fox and and Disney and everything else, that's very big. That's a very big player in that game uh, because that's going to be a lot of funds that are coming in and they, they see it. They already saw it when, when Netflix took off and they're looking at it and they're like, Oh shit, Netflix has this much money and they did it in how quick a time. Think about when Netflix started. Um, I think right. Netflix is not even a decade old yet, and they already have amassed amassed that much amount of money and net worth. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and at first they were just doing DVDs by mail, and their streaming service just blew up. I mean, they made the first kind of worldwide subscription product. Right. <laughs> I forgot that they were doing a DVD by. I forgot about that yeah. shit. So they, you know, them compare combined with Redbox kind of took Blockbuster out of business. I think Blockbuster, Netflix even like offered Blockbuster to buy them out at one point. Like, right. Like and Blockbuster said no and buy Bl- Blockbuster, rest in peace. I think there's one in Oregon. <laughs> I read an article, but yeah, there's one, one more store left. <laughs> Still in the go. I was like, damn, they really got a store left. That must be like the OG store or something. They got like new releases and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then they, they, they got Hollywood Video too. You remember Hollywood Video? <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> the streaming game came around and fucked up everything. Yeah, so does the internet and, and Comcast basically Comcast running the world with that internet mm-hmm. shit? Um, <laughs> it's basically done it for everything because now. Um, I mean, when you look at where we're at, the red box is the closest that you're going to get as far as for physical, um, physical things. But now you can even buy, you can even download video games and shit. Now that you can rent video games and don't even have to leave your house. Mm-mm. Um, and speaking of that, I mean, we, we had heard obviously that, uh, uh, Google is trying to do a, uh, just a streaming service as well, um, based just with video games and you can download, buy, rent, uh, whatever the game strictly on a system and that's it. Um, you don't have to buy a game. You don't have to do any of that. So as you can see, the streaming is like the future of the game. And so all of these companies are trying to get in on top of it and try to see if they can one up the Netflix because Netflix is obviously the wave of what everybody is watching right now. Yeah. And obviously you know, the Walt Disney company has a great attacking point at it because they can, they can hit it three times. So obviously right. they're pushing it with ESPN plus, like we mentioned, uh, you, you can now only buy e- UFC pay-per-views if you're an ESPN plus subscriber. And right. That's, that's a $5 a month service. You can watch games for free. And, 
uh, ESPN's entire 30 for 30 library, things like that are available on that ESPN plus. Yeah. The boxing it, premier boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can watch the premier boxing. They got the detail show where Kobe Bryant and Peyton Manning break down film yep. of, you know, modern day games. And so uh, they also have UFC fights. I think they've already had like six UFC cards that were exclusively on ESPN plus too. So they're going to own the sports biggest sports streaming service. If it's not already, it's going to be, it's probably the, you know, one of the only sports streaming services out there like that. Yeah. There's that one that, um, Canelo signed to. Yeah. Fighting one DAZN. Yeah. That's like the only one that's like trying to compete, but even then it's going to be a while before they are actual contenders. I mean, we're talking ESPN here. <laughs> yeah. So they got ESPN has rights to NFL football, NBA basketball, you know, everything, all kinds of golf, MLS, MLB, MLB, MLS. <laughs> yeah, you got the rights to everything, UFC rights, boxing, yeah. boxing, things like that. So they also own Hulu now, as we said, they're the majority owner of Hulu thanks to buying out Fox and the Fox deal. So that could be the service for streaming television programming for them. And then, yep. then when they come out with this Disney product later this year, that'll just flood the gates open because they're on top of that. They're also quickly coming out with a bunch of content to be ready for that streaming right. service when it launches. So they've got Any shows, series and stuff yeah. like that, but they've got, uh, there's three Marvel movies coming out this year. Right. Captain Marvel that already dropped. There's like three live action remakes coming out this year, including The Lion King, Dumbo, and Aladdin. And they got, I think, Frozen 2 is coming out this year. So they got big Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4, yep. They're about to they're about to smash. And I was just thinking about this right now. What if they what if they decided that instead of maybe and I know movie theaters is a big deal, but movie theaters are even starting to somewhat dissipate like mm-hmm. as far as like yeah everybody goes to the movies we know that we go to the movies is one of the things but you can go stream it at home and why wouldn't you want to do that at the comfort of your home i i bet you and i this is just something speculating but i i bet you that in the future they will do certain releases just via the disney plus app um or the yeah. or the service and if you're a paying customer you might get an early you know early view of of a movie um you might get the early drop before it hits the dvds before it goes to dvd um i, I know that's gonna happen i mean that that's a that's a right. no-brainer when it comes to that part charge 10 um, bucks to watch it once like when it comes yeah. to theaters yep exactly charge like ten dollars um you can watch it from the comfort of your home and instead of going to the movies and that's just that's the same thing they're they're raking in all of that money um because yeah when you're cutting out all the middlemen yeah you're cutting out the middlemen because yeah you don't have to pay you're not paying the theaters anymore to to have your movies in there or you know the cut of the ticket itself is you know certain amount goes back to the movie theaters or whatever they get a hundred percent of that profit regardless of how many tickets that they're spending, they know that they can get more people who will just stay at home and stream it. That's going to be the wave. I, I know it is. Um, you, we're calling it right here, right now on the antidote. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And within the next uh, two, three years, if not even this year when they do launch it, that that's how it's going to go down. Well, they're kind of laying the groundwork for that with this ESPN plus UFC deal. So the only right. way you can get a, a UFC pay-per-view it would be to get ESPN plus subscription. Then you can order the pay-per-view for 50 bucks. Right. You already need the subscription for the five bucks a month. Now you need to pay 50 bucks if you want the UFC pay-per-view. That's Which nice. I don't, 
I don't get why UFC is doing that. I don't understand their angle of it. They can just come put it on their own Fight Pass streaming service, but obviously they don't understand. Yeah, I don't think Dana White understands, understands and I don't know if their people understand, but I do see it as smart because they're still it's still growing. Like, even though that we know how big UFC is, um, it's still more of an American thing. So for them to get the span and reach that they need, um, you need somebody big like that. And this is this is not a, you know, long-term forever deal with UFC and, and, and Disney and things like seven that. Seven years, seven-year deal. Right. In the next seven years, I can already see it's going to be monumental. Then when they're going to come back and, and try to refigure and redo, you know, Disney's going to want to redo a deal, things like that, try to even buy them out. They'll probably try to buy them out by that time because they'll have so much money sitting around. They'll have to buy them. Yeah. They'll just buy out the whole entire thing and just say, hey – you know, we'll, we'll buy it out for $10 billion. Boom. Um, I think that's going to be the end story at the, at the end of the seven years. But um, I think that in this timeline, that's actually going to help them grow just because they have the platform now. Um, you know, UFC, you would hear about it on pay-per-view. Um, you would be able to catch maybe a couple undercards, but now you can catch everything at one glimpse at one time and you don't have to wait for shit. Um, you, you're watching it all at once. And you, you know how many cards they have. They have one major card pretty much every month. Hey, I, yeah, every week at this rate, since this yeah. ESPN deal has started, there's been, I'd say at least, you know, eight out of 10 weeks, there's been a card. Yeah, and major cards too. Yes. Like tons of viewers, things like that. Yeah, title fights. Um, and, and it's the same thing with what they're doing with the boxing. Um, when you look at top-ranked boxing and everything like that, um, they're having top fights on there. Shit, there was one on there just last week. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's, they're, they're definitely monopolizing that game. And-
Last week, uh, I do apologize to everybody. We forgot about the track of the week. So what we're going to do, the two episodes we are this week, we'll do two track of the weeks. And we'll start off with last week, what should have been the track of the week, King James. Yeah, man. I don't know how we keep forgetting about this shit either. <laughs> Something's wrong with us. Uh, yeah, King James. So Anderson Pack, obviously, uh, one of the most talented uh, people of this generation, no doubt, definitely for this decade, I got him up there. Uh, he dropped a single kind of, no, nah, I wouldn't necessarily say out of nowhere. I mean, he, we are anticipating his album. The next album, Ventura, is coming up, uh, which will be dropped on April 12th. So he drops us, uh, and it was kind of tight because I ended up, I saw somebody share it. And then Polly sent it to me and said, yo, this is it's all the way in Australia right now. So I found it on YouTube. Um, it was already released like the day before. So yeah, uh, was able to peep that like the day before. And I said, damn, here we go. This is so what that, I'm looking for. This Ventura track list is bananas too. It's got features with Andre 3000, Smokey yep. Robinson, Layla Hathaway. Yeah, late, man. Late great Nate Dogg. Yep, got some Nate Dogg vocals in there. It's it's about to be wild, man. I think this 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 album is gonna be legit, and this is the one that everybody's waiting on for real, for real. Um, I like Oxnard, but I'm waiting to hear this soulful sound, kind of like that Malibu vibe. Uh, I want to hear that kind of come back because that was really it for me. Um, so I think that's what we're gonna get in Ventura. So uh, without further ado, uh, do excuse me, shit. Um, we're about to drop this track. It's King James by Anderson Pack. Y'all peep that.
took a knee. Them crackers took me out the league. Now I'm not much for games, but I play for keeps. And we salute King James for using his change to create some equal opportunities. Cold stairs can never put the fear in me. There's a movement we've been grooving on. You can move or stay your ass asleep. Let's just not talk about it. Everything they tried to hide, we're taking back for yours and mine. major major um companies and please subscribe please leave us a five-star review take the antidote.com these and everything like that there's only a few players that are doing it on one hand you can count them and they're all influencing everything that you're watching so whoever's at that top um you know, that top level it's the same four or five people who have that same vision and they're all doing it and, and stretching it out. But anyways, to go back to this, now it's going into music. And the next part of this is the Universal Music Group is pretty much put up a for sale, uh, for sale sign. And if you know anything about music, then you know that the UMG world or umbrella is very massive. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Universal is the majority of music and Universal Sony is all in one thing. So that's Sony, that's Universal, um, which is also owned by NBC. Um, yeah, but Universal Records is separate from NBC. Yeah, Universal. They don't own yeah. NBC. So yeah. when Comcast bought Universal Studios. Um, that was separate. Yeah, GM sold out or whatever. They sold Universal Music Group to this French company named Vivendi who already owned like 30% of it. They brought right. the rest of it out at the, around that same time. But um, they own Universal Music Group. It runs Interscope Records, which is Aftermath Records, Shady Records, Top Dog Entertainment. And Geffen, yep. Geffen Records. Geffen Records has Will I Am Music Group under it. Uh, they own the Capital Music, so Capital Records, Blue Note Records, Caroline Distribution, G-Unit Records, Virgin Records. They own Republic Records. That's Cash Money, Young Money. Yep. Capital, Capital, Capital. Music Group. Island Records, which is Island. Uh, that's where kind of like Rihanna got her start, which is yeah. essentially just a branch of Def Jam. So they own Def Jam as well. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> they mm -hmm. have their own of the Universal Music Group Nashville, which holds almost all the big country artists. Yeah. Um, the Latin entertainment, which Latin right now is blowing up. It was the number one um, 
worldwide global yeah, music. Glo- global music downloaded consumed whatever you want to call it it was number one last year so it overtook everything um that is huge obviously because that's going to be the next wave of music they own the uk uh, universal U- music uk hong kong france japan sweden i mean shit they own pretty much all of the big big uh big dogs really that you can think of yes they also own emi all the EMI writing publishing masters, which is huge <laughs> as a, as an artist, if you don't know the difference between ASCAP or EMI or any of those and yeah. BMI, um, you are asleep and you're probably not getting paid. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they own all of that. Uh, Vivendi in July of 2018, they announced that they're going to sell half of universal music group. And it's believed if the offer is high enough, that they'll just sell the whole thing. So there's a lot of big players coming into play. Uh, one big question is that Google may be trying to buy it. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how Sony Records bought, bought out Michael Jackson's half of Sony ATV Music, uh, which, right. which was over 2 million copyrights in that one. And Google did make a couple of bids to try to buy that catalog from the Jackson estate. Right. And... So it's believed that that a couple of companies are trying to make a play for the 50% of UMG, Universal Music Group. It's believed that Google's being mentioned in there. Uh, Alibaba, which is a big Chinese company, along with Tencent, which is a big Chinese media company. They make a lot of apps. I believe they bought bought that Musical.ly app a couple of years ago, which is now TikTok. And that's one of the biggest social media apps in the world. Yeah, for sure. Especially amongst kids and teens, for sure. Yeah, so that's Tencent. Uh, Liberty Media is also making a play for UMG. Liberty Media, they own Sirius XM Radio as well as Pandora. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah, that's big. And then uh, Apple and Verizon. Ooh, Verizon trying to get in the game. So uh, it would be a smart move for a company like Google or Apple as we had discussed on the previous clip there, you know, Comcast and AT&T, they're both tech companies that provide services and them owning content on the back end of that makes a lot of sense. And it makes a lot of sense for Apple and Verizon and Google as well, especially Apple getting into the, the subscription game. Uh, they're focused more on services. Apple Music obviously right. would be, you know, probably the biggest expense for Apple Music is licensing music, right? Right. So cut out the middleman, be able to own all of that shit. Woof. Boy. Yeah. And another reason it could be big for Google is Google is the largest streaming service planet, uh, streaming service on the planet. Right. YouTube. Just in general. YouTube. YouTube. Largest streaming service on the planet. Largest music streaming service on the planet, too. Odds are you can find any song you want on YouTube right now. Yep. For free. Imagine if they don't have to pay... Um, they don't have to pay any licensing or anything like that to allow them to be uploaded or any of those types of things or be fined by these companies. Um, they get a hundred percent of all of those royalties that come out of that. And they can probably restructure a deal that, um, that's pretty shitty for artists as well if they wanted to and really even take more money. Um, and, and we're talking so much music. Um, when Michael Jackson only owned about half of 
the UMG world at that time, we're talking over 2 million copyrights. Uh, Imagine where they're at on the other half of that. Um, I would at least say we're sitting on uh, five to 10 million copyrights because there's Motown in there also that I'm reading, Um, you know, Motown gospel, Motown records, all of that is still encompassed by the UMG umbrella. So you're buying everything from like the, 50s 60s stuff like that all the way up until now yeah and and just monopolizing all of that that is so much profit to be made so i'm thinking that's like it's like 80 percent of black music created exactly (laughs) 80 percent of black music you're not even like those labels that we've named are and now because we're talking top these are top of the top labels like we're you know aftermath records Cash money, young money records. That's that's price like sixty percent of hip hop sales. Right, and then the other one is is Def Jam. Obviously, Def Jam right. for Def Jam. for the longest had been the the top for hip hop artists. You could know if you were assigned to Def Jam, then you are the top pinnacle of the of mm-hmm. the of the industry. Um, that's good music. Good music is still under uh, Def Jam, so that's Kanye and his his record label. Um, that's all under there as well. So there's so much, so, so much that's under that. Republic Records is huge too, um, which we just talked about for cash money and stuff like that, Rich Gang. Um, but they have so many more that are under that, um, that that do serve for a lot of uh, international artists and such like that. So, man, whoever, I, I want to know what, how much, pretty much like how much that would be, what is the right number? Because um, we're talking about not only current value but then we're talking about future value as well right so i'm seeing that it's suspected that vivendi is seeking about 20 billion dollars for 50 percent of umg so we can guess that they're probably looking for about 40 billion dollars for the whole thing i don't think that's that bad to be honest, I know. Well, we're we're sitting here talking like we got billion a dollar, like a billion dollars in the bank right now. Yeah, I'm about to ask you <laughs> if you could borrow me forty bucks, dog. We're talking about forty billion. <laughs> That's real talk. But I mean, if you look at how much some of these other companies and things are being acquired for. Um, uh, to me, that's not a that's not a lot of money when you're talking about future money to be made as well as current value. Um, if, if we're talking forty billion dollars to get pretty much eighty percent of the world's music, who uh, I think there's a lot of money to be made, man. Because there's there's going to be a lot of uh, artists that are yet to come that are still that are still making money and that could blow up. You know, the J. Coles I see Dreamville is actually under the the umbrella for Interscope. So okay, Interscope yeah. also yeah. has Dreamville in there, um, which obviously we all love some J. Cole. J. Cole is dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they own that part too, you know? So there's, there's going to be so many of, of the future, um, you know, future killers that are pretty much going to be all encompassed in this, in this deal, as far as their music rights and such um, 80. So yeah, 40, $40 billion to me uh, sounds like a drop of a hat in the sense when we just talked about $71 billion to acquire, um, you know, uh, Fox, Fox studios for Disney. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of money to be made on that end, and there's a lot of money to be made on the music end uh, because they've been making billions of dollars off of black people for the longest, anyway. Let me so, tell you. <laughs> let me tell you the other end of that, man. That forty billion dollars, not a penny of it going to a black person that made any of that. No. <laughs> that we all love and listen to. That's the bullshit part of it. Exactly. 
exactly. of that 40 billion, not a penny of it going to go to the artist. Right. And what's going to happen is they'll probably, again, like uh, I said, whoever gets it, whoever owns it or ends up getting a piece of it, will try to restructure those streaming rights um, to where it's going to be less money to be made. Unless it's Apple. Shout out to Apple, because, again, we, we talked about it about two episodes or three episodes ago where we were talking about the um, the streaming artists wanted to or the, the streaming companies. They Yeah, they wanted to change how how they're getting paid out. And it was going to increase by 40 percent as far as the costs and, and, you know, what they're paying out. And everybody uh, besides Apple actually is trying to like sue back. So, um, and that would be a win for the artist in a sense, if that does happen, that Apple ends up getting it because they, they are at least trying to pay the artists versus these other companies that are getting involved and don't give a damn about the artist himself putting out the money. But it's just another, it's just looking at this layer of, again, these top, conglomerates literally owning everything from your from your music to your what you watch on tv to what you stream on netflix all of the above to to your damn uh service provider that provides those services to you mm-hmm. i mean these are all being owned by the same companies you know we four talk companies four companies and you just said verizon trying to get in this music piece i mean what what what's going to happen with if, if verizon has the money to do it they're going to monopolize the shit out of it and say well if you want to listen to these artists then you're going to have to get our phones or our service um <laughs> i can yeah. totally see that happening um any all of the above when it comes to that so um man we're, we're just getting to a point where there it's it's kind of like even what we look at when in the banking world of the rothschilds and the um you know looking at the, at that type of spectrum, that's kind of where we're getting to right now when it comes to the other side of, of just media in general. That's um, why the, and that's why these artists can't do anything to get better deals because they've got, you know, 90% of the time you got to go through one of these companies cause they're putting out 90% of the content that, and media that's being consumed. Right. And what needs to happen, I mean, for real, the artists, if y'all ever listen, you know, like the Jay-Zs and shit of the world, if y'all ever take a listen to this, uh, first of all, you should be signing this too. But second. <laughs> yes, we are not controlled by any of these f- four or five media corporations. We so sure aren't. So we can say the real truth. <laughs> so we can say what the fuck we want. But real talk, I think like as far as for the artists or the artist side, I think they all need to come together and put all of their money together and try to buy a piece of this and split it up the way that it needs to be for, for the artists, because these are the guys who are getting screwed the most is those artists who are actually putting those things out. So um, if one of y'all end up hearing like the Jay-Z, Kanye, buy it. Kanye's, yeah, whoever, all y'all put y'all money together, stop all the bullshit, put all y'all money together and buy a piece of that. Cause that's exactly what Michael Jackson did. He got smart. Um, yep. and he actually, he actually owned some of that music for, a, for a point in time and he made money off of it. That's what needs to happen. If you guys, if we want to keep money in the black community as well with that, go ahead and buy put y'all money together and buy at least a piece of this before it's all gone. Cause at the end of the day, then if, even if you have a piece, if somebody doesn't have it all, then they're going to have to make an offer for your piece. And at least if you're going to get that, then you can, you can double, triple up, whatever you need to. That's basically a flip. So, man, if I had the money, I would surely buy uh, uh, some rights or something like that to get a piece of this. Just so, um, again, it's kind of like a, a, a flip. You can kind of flip that because definitely somebody's going to want to buy it and, and flip that around. King James should get in there and buy it. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, 
LeBron, he's got the money. I mean, they got the, it, it could be anybody as long as it's coming from the black community. Um, you Anyone know, but Mayweather. Or Daniel Caesar. <laughs> oh, Daniel Caesar. <laughs> Daniel Caesar ain't got the money to put in on this yet. But. Not yet, nah. And he kind of shot himself in the foot. <laughs> we'll talk about that one later. Um, <laughs> but definitely, again, um, our listeners, we, we always try to educate. Uh, think about all that that we just talked about. There's a lot of information to digest, but uh, we're at least providing you the correct information that's out there uh for you to look and, and read into it on yourselves but man we're we're getting to that point of monopolization at the top from everything from what you what you view on tv to what you listen to um it's all owned by it's going to be owned by the same groups of people and next thing you know there could be agendas that are just coming from those groups of people and there ain't shit you can do about it and there is, and that's what's going on in this world right now it's agendas being pushed on everybody john obviously there's three media companies. So there's three different opinions you're allowed to have. And, right. <laughs> and if you ain't got mine, then fuck you. Out of right? the 7 billion people on this earth, <laughs> um, there's only three that matter <laughs> as far as opinions in, in that sense, because you're absolutely right. Um, the, those are the only companies that are pushing shit down. And if you're not on that top level, or if you're not that CEO or whoever at the top, um, then, then you're pretty much not being heard. So, and I'll Keep tell you mind. what, all those people at the top, they don't give a goddamn shit about any of us. No, no. It's always about the dollar, man. Yep. Um, it's just it's just funding more more world things and world domination at some point because then you got the, whoever's going to be at the top dog there. They talk to the top banking people, the Rothschilds of the world and, um, you know, the Carnegie families and the things like that. The people who got that real money, um, they really are the ones who control everything anyway. But uh, I digress. Um, <laughs> but they're going to, but they're going to be right up there with them and, you know, they don't give two shits about what's happening. They're going to control what kind of outcomes happen in this world. And, um, we just live in it. So, um, just, just be uh, cognizant of all these things and, and make sure you're paying attention, man. Cause it's definitely happening and it's happening right under your nose with all the other shit that's going on in the world. Um, there's always some moves happening that you don't know about until you're, until it's brought to light. So. That's what we like to do here on The Antidote. Again, we always try to give y'all the red or the blue pill. You take whichever one. We're not going to force feed you, but we're going to give you the information to stay loaded. Yeah, and if anybody wants to, you know, invest a little $20 billion behind us, we can buy half of uh, Universal Music Group and give this shit back to the people. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But if not, we'll be back talking some more shit. Exactly. We'll be right back here. No matter what the, the next day is finna happen the same way as it did yesterday. And we're going to be right back on here talking that shit. So <laughs> I know Killer Mike. I hope Killer Mike listens at one point because I know he, he'd be down for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Putting some money towards buying some shit. He already knows. He, he's, he's a real entrepreneur out here. So, hey, Killer Mike, if you ever listening, holla at us, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm an ally, bro. Yeah, real talk. I like your ally. <laughs> Please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.